RTHK News. On the clock, I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is two pro-establishment lawmakers predict more mayhem when the House committee meets tomorrow to try again to elect a chairman. One of the experts who quit the IPCC's study into last year's social unrest says he'll use data from the report to produce his own analysis. And the IT sector legislator calls on the public to rally behind the public broadcaster RTHK. Two pro-establishment legislators say they're, they're expecting more chaos tomorrow at the election of the House Committee chairperson. After months of failure to elect a new chair, LegCo President Andrew Leung invoked a rarely used power to remove the Civic Party's Dennis Kwok from presiding over the poll. The procedure will now be overseen by the Legislature's Finance Committee Chairman, Chan Kinpo, a pro-government councillor. Liberal Party leader Felix Jung says he believes the three hours reserved for tomorrow's election will be used to carry every single protesting pro-democracy member out of the chamber. Roundtable legislator Michael Tian agrees. I think everybody will do uh, what they need to do in front of the camera. Uh, I think the uh, opposition will put up a fight. I think eventually, pretty much just like last time, they will then be forcibly removed. Uh, that's why they uh, set aside three hours. Otherwise, it's actually a 15-minute procedure. One of the five experts hired by the IPCC to advise on its study has revealed they are going to produce their own report on the police's handling of the unrest. Clifford Stott said the experts hope to publish it on or before the 9th of next month, the anniversary of the day last year when an estimated one million people took to the streets to protest against the extradition bill. The social psychology professor said in a tweet they will utilize the data in the IPCC report as well as their own to analyze the evolution of the protest movement. Professor Stott has criticized the IPCC report released last Friday, saying it lacks key data and an independent inquiry is needed to allay public concern about the force's conduct. He and the other members of the panel hired to advise the IPCC on its report quit last December, saying the body lacked the powers necessary to do the job properly. The Financial Secretary, Paul Chan, has warned the unemployment rate will inevitably rise sharply from a nine-year high of 4.2%. The new figure for the three-month period ended April will be released on Tuesday. Writing in his blog, Mr. Chan said various industries were hit very hard by the social distancing measures introduced in late March. Many workers were asked to take unpaid leave or a pay cut or were even sacked. But he believed an $81 billion employment support scheme, which will begin accepting applications from tomorrow, will help relieve the jobless situation considerably. The lawmaker representing the information technology sector, Charles Mock, says the public must counter divisive and politically motivated attacks on radio television Hong Kong. Speaking on its letter to Hong Kong program, Mr. Mock thanked RTHK's staff for their dedication, steadfastness and utter professionalism. But he said that since the handover, the broadcaster had come under increasing scrutiny and pressure from those who want to see it turned into an official mouthpiece. He said the station had even faced persecution from the government itself. We must also remind everyone in Hong Kong how ridiculous it is for our government and indeed the same Commerce and Economic Development Bureau to propose giving billions of dollars to bail out an ocean park whose bottom has fallen out yet at the same time hang RTHK out to dry. If we have to pick one of the two, gosh, the people's choice is clear. It must be our RTHK. 
Chief Secretary Matthew Zheng says relief measures the government announced earlier will be implemented in the coming months. He said LegCo's approval of the budget earlier this week means most Hong Kong residents will receive their $10,000 cash handout before the end of August. For non-locals, Mr. Zheng said they can apply for the handout through the Poverty Commission from September. An extra month of social welfare payments will also reach the hands of recipients by the middle of next month at the earliest. Mr. Zheng, who is also the chairman of the Poverty Commission, said the government is concerned about the financial pressure faced by low-income families. He said the government will continue to make good use of its resources to implement a wide range of measures to help the public. The British government has announced extra funding of 150 million U.S. dollars for two facilities to speed up the production of a coronavirus vaccine in case one is discovered soon. 45 million U.S. dollars is being spent on a rapid deployment facility to produce a vaccine in the coming months. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The former U.S. President Barack Obama has delivered a scathing attack on the Trump administration's handling of the coronavirus pandemic. In an online address to thousands of students from historically black colleges and universities, Mr. Obama urged the students to be bold and fill the leadership vacuum. This pandemic has fully, finally torn back the curtain on the idea that so many of the folks in charge know what they're doing. A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. If the world's going to get better, it's going to be up to you. With everything suddenly feeling like it's up for grabs, this is your time to seize the initiative. Nobody can tell you anymore that you should be waiting your turn. Nobody can tell you anymore this is how it's always been done. More than ever, this is your moment your generation's world to shape. Last week, Mr. Obama called the White House's response to the coronavirus outbreak an absolute chaotic disaster. A committee of the U.S. House of Representatives has launched an investigation into the sacking by President Trump of the State Department's Inspector General, Steve Linick. Senior members of the House Foreign Relations Committee say they understand Mr. Linick was fired because he'd opened an investigation into alleged abuse of office by the U.S. Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo. A senior lecturer at the George Washington University, Lyra Brown, said the sacking was part of a wider pattern. We're seeing a White House that is really engaged in a lot of distractions, a lot of conspiracy theories, and is essentially firing those individuals who were seeking to investigate or put forward any information that might negatively reflect on President Trump and his administration. Religious services are resuming in parts of Australia as lockdown measures are gradually being eased. In the country's most populous state, New South Wales, no more than 10 people are allowed to attend. Here's the BBC's Phil Mercer. Some churches are asking parishioners to book a place as services resume in Australia. Catholic authorities in Sydney say this first step will offer comforts after weeks of coronavirus lockdowns. But many synagogues, Anglican churches and mosques in the state of New South Wales are staying closed, partly because of concerns for older members of their congregations. Sport, German Football League, has become the first major competition in Europe to resume since coronavirus lockdowns brought to the sport brought the sport to a halt in March. Six Bundesliga matches have taken place without spectators in eerily quiet stadiums. Borussia Dortmund's Norwegian striker Erling Haaland scored the for- first goal since the restart. Fans watched at home or in community centres, as the BBC's Jenny Hill reports. <laughs> 
It's two months since their team last took to the pitch and these Dortmund fans were determined to make the most of it. Black and yellow football scarves sighed through the air. The fans waving them were also sporting face masks and sat alone. Outside the stadium, it was hard to believe a top-flight football game was going on. When Dortmund scored, there were no roars of triumph, just birdsong and the sound of some youngsters having their own kickabout. It's a strange day for this footballing nation. Polls suggest a majority of Germans think it's too soon to start the league again. But football executives feared that smaller clubs might go out of business if they didn't. And Dortmund made the perfect start to the revived season, beating local rivals Schalke 4-0 at home. There were wins too for Wolfsburg, Hertha Berlin and Borussia Mönchengladbach. RB, RB Leipzig drew with Freiburg, as did Fortuna Dusseldorf with Paderborn. Another sport that's contemplating how to come out of its coronavirus-enforced hibernation is basketball. Teams can reopen their practice facilities where local restrictions allow it, but there's no word yet on when games will resume. The president of the NBA Players Association, Chris Paul, says he's eager to, re to return to action. Oh, man, we want to play. We want to play bad, too. Uh, and I think that's a consensus for the guys around the league. We want it to be, obviously, as safe as possible. But the biggest thing is we miss the game. And not only from a player perspective, but as a fan, like as a fan of the game, like I miss knowing what I'm watching every night, <laughs> right? Like if I don't have a game and seven games on, I know what I'm doing. I'm watching games. So uh, not only as a player, but as a fan, like we miss it. Turn the news, our top stories once again. Two pro-establishment lawmakers predict more mayhem when the House committee meets tomorrow to try again to elect a chairman. One of the experts who quit the IPCC's study into last year's social unrest says he'll use data from the report to produce his own analysis. And the IT sector legislator calls on the public to rally behind public broadcaster RTHK. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, value, value and value, a new
Yo, Simon, what's up? You ready? Let's get it, baby. Do it, do it. Uh. It's the Sunday session with the homie Simon Wilson. RTHK bang loud through the building. Radio 3 on the dial, no question. Frequency 567 is the weapon. DJ Simon, please replay the diamonds. I remain rhyming. HK is where you find them from the top of the peak to the cyclone streets. Radio 3, heat seek through your speaks. Hey, DJ HK airplay. 1 to 4 p.m. every Sunday. Hong Kong's finest. DJ Simon brought to you live from Detroit Diamond. RTHK.HK. Frequency 567 Welcome along to the Sunday afternoon session for the 17th of May 2020. I'm Simon Wilson, keeping you company all the way through until four. Got the usual mix of quirky stories, be opening up the birthday files, see 